Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lost in Translation 1. This time we'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 46, Queen's Banquet. I'm May and I'm joined by my sleep paralysis demons just this week. Uh, the lovely Quinn and equally lovely Chloe are out of town and not able to record with me. I do, however, have Quinn's thoughts, which I will read out along with my own, uh, but the Chloe thoughts will have to wait until the start of next week's episode. So with all that out of the way, a quick synopsis before we jump into the discussion. So Hero's friend Kotaro is targeted by a Digimon who wants to eat people. This is another all-new Digimon, by the way, which is super cool to see. We had Publimon last week, and this week we have a Leomon. So that's super cool to see. Very happy to see these new Digimon. We are probably going to be getting lots of more Digimon this year, apparently. I thought we were only going to have a handful, but apparently we have multiple handfuls. Anyway, so Hero's friend starts to lose sleep, and he refuses to bathe because he keeps seeing scary plants in the water. The group realise that it's because of a Digimon that he's following around, so they kind of follow Kotaro kind of to find out more about this Digimon. Kotaro is about to get eaten by Olemon, but Angoramon is able to trick her into freeing him. Then using deodorant, the group are able to defeat her, and Olemon ends up becoming like this chef mukbanger on YouTube where she cooks and eats badly smelling things. Now let's discuss the discussion part of this episode. So in this segment, because I'm just all alone, I'll be basically doing all the discussion and the postmon pat, the predictions, etc, etc in this segment, as well as obviously reading out Quinn's thoughts. So uh, highlights. My highlights were mainly the fact that Ruli and Angoramon got to save the day. Battlegaumon did do the, the final shot, but that kind of makes sense because deodorant explodes because it's an aerosol can when exposed to fire, and Battlegaumon is fire. So that was fine. I was kind of worried that we would do another Cannon Weissmon Evolves for three seconds to do the to murder a Digimon, but we didn't get that, so that's fine. So I'm glad that Rulian and Goramon did get the focus. We had Angoramon tricking Oleamon into freeing him by saying, hey, this, is, this isn't how you prepare food, I'll show you how to prepare food, and being freed because he pretended like he wanted to help her. Then we had Ruli remember that when she was about to be attacked by Oleamon as well, she used a deodorant can, kind of like pepper spray, and Oleamon appeared to not like the smell, so she runs off to get multiple, multiple cans of this deodorant to help out. So we bo we had them both basically saving the day. So that's super cool. It's nice to have them as a focus. But Hiro was also there. Kiyoshiro, less, he was just kind of there, but he didn't really help out. But that's fine as long as really and Angoramon got to more or less save the day. And then there's the other highlight of the fact that this episode seemed to almost punish Kota for being creepy. So... He just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time because he was uh, going to have a bath with Hiro, but beforehand he came early so he could be perverted and look at the girls who were swimming at the pool. Very creepy, but he was then attacked because he was there. Uh, and that, that that's kind of kind. I, I, I don't mind the fact that he was being creepy because it ended up being attacked for it. So I'm wondering if we'll have him be less creepy because he associates being creepy with basically just being almost eaten. 
So this character basically exists to uh, to get attacked, basically, when they don't want to attack one of the main characters. So those are my highlights. Let's look at Quinn's highlights. So she's happy that bad things happen to the creepy friend. And she says how some of the listener predictions that we were building to something with him being attacked while being creepy were fairly correct. They don't fully agree for reasons that they'll get to in miscellaneous thoughts, but she'll, she'll get, she'll, she says she'll get to that. The next thing with some dark spore vibes, and they're pretty on board for that. She says that Chloe will inevitably say, woo, Stephanie, pretty lady. <laughs> that, that tracks. I'm looking forward to Chloe's thoughts on this episode. Then Quinn says that really and Angoramon got to matter. Again, totally in agreement there. And she says that she likes that there was a good faith effort to end things with uh, with this Digimon. You need to learn to cook, not pl play the most dangerous game. Even if they still needed to fight scene before we could do exactly the thing Angoramon was going to do to begin with. And Olaemon is a sick design. And Quinn says that she really likes the carnivorous plants as a motif. And yeah, very creepy, very great design. It's very different from last week's episode where we have Publimon. One, Publimon got murdered and we didn't get to like put him in his forever home or whatever. Whatever. But Publimon was very small and cute and round and mm, creepy, but not like super creepy. And then on the other end, we have Olaemon this week, who is just horrifying in her design. So very cool design. That's I guess that's one of my highlights too. We got another new Digimon. Then for lowlights, uh, this episode was fairly inoffensive for me. I don't really have any lowlights really. The only one being that I wish that the official Twitter account would hold off on updating the reference book with a new Digimon as soon as the episode comes out in Japan on the basis that for us outside of Japan, we don't get to watch the episode until maybe five or six hours later. So we can't watch the episode and see that Digimon. So the fact that we got a new Digimon revealed on Twitter a few hours before, I just wish they'd hold off for the Crunchyroll release because at least then if I see it after the episode's gone on Crunchyroll, it's like, oh, okay, I just, I haven't watched the episode yet. I probably should do that. But when it's beforehand, I have, I'm not able to watch the episode. So anyway, uh, so yeah, those, those are basically my little, like that one single thing, which is more of a pet peeve. Like I don't mind too much. I appreciate there's a new Digimon anyway. So next, so we have uh, Quinn's lowlights. So she doesn't like the creepy friend exists and also hates him. And we're sure making some tentacle fetishists. And yeah, that, it was very creepy though. I, I do appreciate how creepy it was. And then Quinn says that the episode almost goes further towards just being explicitly someone's kink and it's getting a little bit uncomfortable especially the put a skirt on and shave the body hair so I can eat you thing also is this a children's show and yeah that 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 is a point and then uh Quinn says how we got a hint of plot this week's flavor is another rando digimon met Hokuto once and it became their motivation in life or something and yeah it is just what we got with the Antillamon episode I'm kind of fine that we're doing it I don't really like it's not really a huge thing for me either way like I'm not super excited for the Hokuto is actually tied into the plot or tied into the Mon of the Week but it's also I don't hate it either it's just kind of like a thing so I, I don't mind too much so next we'll talk about favourite characters. So mine was Angoramon. I was going to choose Olaemon because of 
bad things happening to Huk- uh, to um, Kotaro. I keep on get like getting uh, Hokuto, which is Hiro's dad, and Kotaro, which is Hiro's friend, mixed up. They have very different sounding names. I don't know why, but I keep on combining them in my head. So anyway, um, and the reason was that I I didn't pick Alemon because I had a feeling that Quinn would, and she did. So Quinn's favorite character is Alemon. My favorite character is Angoramon because Angoramon really did be using his big brain, and I really I liked that. I felt like he had some character in this, and that's always great to see. Next, we have ratings out of five. I gave it a two point five. It's that's kind of like my ranking for an episode that's just like just inoffensive. It just kind of exists. I don't have any bad things to say about it, but I don't really have too many good things. I really did appreciate the fact that Angoramon got to matter, but otherwise it was kind of like an episode that, other than the fact it's Oleamon's debut, I don't think I'm going to be remembering this episode in like a year's time or what have you. So Quinn gave it a 4 out of 5. It had a lot of strong points that the episode refused to commit to, however, and it was a pretty interesting episode, even if the sexual aspects were a bit too much for the multiverse that had Millennium on fall in love with Ryo before forcing Ajogras into Cybertron and depositing them in Tamers. And yeah, I'll, I'll never get over that either. In terms of ranking, I won't be able to do the overall ranking until I have Chloe's ranking out of five, which I will next week. But in terms of our individual ranking, it goes in 40th place for me and 20th place for Quinn. And Quinn finishes off to say that she's not really sure about how to feel about this one. In terms of miscellaneous thoughts, I don't have any, so we'll go straight on to Quinn. And she says that we're doing something with Kotaru's whole vibe is sort of interesting and shows them that the series hasn't been entirely aimless, but it's also one episode out of a bunch of of intentionally episodic ones in which there are any consequences for being one of the worst people. And she doesn't really think that she specifically said it, but Landlizer is a terrible name for anything. And yet, that, that, I kind of just like froze. I'm like, that, that's his attack? Okay, I don't know what it means, but that's an attack. But uh, yeah, so I agree there. It seems like we're at least punishing Kotaro at some point for his creepy behaviour. So that was something I liked from this episode. Similarly, we had a few episodes ago actually telling Jellymon off for being kind of awful. So I am appreciating that they are punishing or telling off characters who are doing terrible things. I hope that this isn't just Hero's Friend going back to normal for next week's episode and any upcoming episodes. I hope that he's actually just normal now and isn't like really creepy. I'm very pessimistic. I think it just so happened that they, the writers choose this character as someone who just gets punished for everything and he just so happened to also be creepy at the same time in this episode. I don't really trust that they're going to like just make this character better still, but uh I'm 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 hoping that this is the last we'll see of him being creepy. For thoughts about the series so far, Quinn says that we're backloading the plot but still can't actually have much of it per episode, except for the odd was his name Hakuto because at this point it'd be weirder if we just if it were literally anyone else. Uh, can we please go the digital world as a treat? And then Quinn finishes off to say if we don't explicitly kill Hakuto off, we write. If they don't at least do it symbolically by making it for realsies, impossible to get back to the human world. So I, I guess, yeah, I don't really mind if he's dead or not. I don't feel like they've really strongly hinted that he is dead because he has, like, I'm I'm interpreting these moments of Digimon who know Hero's father 
to be semi-recent. Like the character, like this character literally just showed up in the, the human world. Is is the impression that I got on the basis that the character hadn't eaten human and she only got the idea from talking to Hero's father. So I got the impression that she just arrived like five seconds before she showed up in this episode. So I got the impression that maybe her conversation with Hero's father was fairly recent. So I don't think he's dead, or at least if he is dead, he is newly dead. Like maybe he wasn't, he hasn't been dead for the whole series. Maybe he's going to die or has just died. But I just got the impression that it was fairly close, like Olaemon showing up in the human world and Olaemon wanting to eat humans and show, and learning about that from Hero's father were fairly close together. But uh, yeah, next week's episode. So what is that episode name? It's episode 47. It's called Memory of Eternity. And Quinn says she got some alien vibes from this, as in the movie franchise Alien, not the, you know, Alien as a, as a concept. And I'm just excited because I got to see Shadramon, and Shadramon is probably one of my favourite Digimon it is Wormmon with the Digimental of Courage. And it's a Digimon that has been around since Zero Two. We never saw it in Zero Two, but Zero Two era. However, it only seems to recently gotten any attention from the franchise. We had him on a dim this year as well as we got him in the card game and we got to see some art of some official art from the Digimon Twitter about it. So I just really love Shadramon in general. Happy to see Shadramon and just excited to see how he'll be in this episode and what kind of character he'll be. So that's pretty exciting. So let's go on to Postmon Pat now that we've got our discussion points from both myself and Quinn. So these comments are over on YouTube on last week's episode, which was episode 45. So first up we have KG who says they thought that we were finally integrating Atmon into the series, but they're a little bummed that that wasn't the case. And yeah, I totally agree. I'm wondering if we will have the Digimon reference book kind of updating with a bunch of Atmon, and I wonder if we'll finally get Atmon to be given Digimon related level so I'm I'm expecting that to be soon especially because in the Digimon card game we're just wrapping up covering Cross Wars and Young Hunters now so I guess oh, I think it's BT12 I'm wondering if we'll be an Atmon one I'm really hoping it will be I hope that we have Publimon being something that bridges the gap between Digimon and Atmon so I'm excited for that I really kind of hope that while at the moment they are kind of a subspecies of Digimon called Atmon, I'm hoping that they are completely ratconned into being Digimon themselves soonish. I really hope that happens. Anyway, so sorry, a bit of a side tangent there because I really hope that this is the case. So KG continues to say that they don't see them doing anything else with Atmon, but they would really love to be proven wrong. So it just feels like so many great characters are stuck in the vault being wasted, all those cool designs. And yeah, there are so many cool Atmon designs. I definitely have to do a video going over some of my favourites because because Atmon was an entirely new idea and the species itself, it was completely new. They needed to design so many designs just for Mons of the Week, just for the card game, just for Atmon ships, just for the video game for Atmon, the 3DS game. 
even though some of them didn't even appear in the anime itself. Like, I think it was Weathermon never showed up, which is a little cat. Uh, it's the weather app, but it's a little cat on a cloud. But it's a sun. It's very cute. I really need to go over some of my favourite Atmon designs because I hope that they don't just get left behind in a in another a series of Digimon that never gets any more love. But I'm hoping that we do do something there. So I hope, KG, I hope, I hope that you're wrong. But you also hope you're wrong, so that's fine. Next up we have Mystic Digital, who says that episode 45 was one of their favourite episodes, honestly. Maybe because they love Publimon. It's not their favourite design or anything, but they relate to being a journalist, and it'd be super cool to have a partner like that. Plus, they really love the paper pl airplane attack. And yeah, totally to love vibe... Uh, Vibemon? I, I was about to say I totally vibe with Publimon and they said totally love and it become I totally vibe, totally love Pub, Vibemon. There we are. Couldn't even get the word out. Uh, so yeah, totally agree with Mystic Digital. Very good design. Big fan of that attack as well. And then they continue on to say next episode, so this week's episode looks interesting. They honestly have no predictions because Ghost Game throws a lot of curveballs when it comes to the culprit. And yeah, and they did. Another new Digimon. So that's pretty cool. Next, we have Angel Squeaks, who says they feel like episode 45 could have been a really good time to bring back the fact that Rilly's friends kind of knows about Digimon and have since the Fortune Teller episode. And yeah, that's a good point. I don't know... They, they keep on forget, and I keep on forgetting that that happened. But yeah, I really wish that they brought that back as well. Anyway, so they say maybe Rilly would write it off as a prank, but her friends, who know that there's these guys out there who can turn people to stone or whatever but have no idea why, the idea of a newspaper telling the future is probably that much more terrifying. Still, it was a fun episode, and I found and they found that Espimon's cameo is slightly more bearable than usual. usual. I can't even talk, my apologies. Uh, the fact that Kyoshiro almost had his skull cracked open makes him kind of worried for his health. And yeah, I'm kind of, I'm worrying at this point if the show is working towards the fact that they might kill Kiyoshiro and maybe have it be Jellymon's fault, either directly or indirectly, and I'm wondering if that will cause maybe Gammon to dark evolve and then kill Jellymon or something. I'm wondering if the show is working towards that, and that'd be a very dark path to go down, but at this point, I can kind of see the writers doing that because they haven't been necessarily that scared of killing characters off or at least something bad happens to Kiyoshiro and it again being indirectly or directly Jellymon's fault and resulting in Gammon dark evolving and killing Jellymon that could still happen without actually killing a human because the show hasn't been scared to kill any Digimon and background people yeah they can be killed too as a treat Anyway, so yeah, so it, it Angel Squeaks is was worried Kiyoshiro's health, and every episode the writers come up with new and creative ways to give him head injuries, and they feel like one day it's gonna stick, or it would if Atmon was episode this episodic. I don't know why they say Atmon there. I think they mean Ghost Game. But anyway, I'd, I'd love that they said Atmon, though, because I love Atmon. Uh, next, they, we have Xmas Wolf, who says they really liked the episode. It was a nice twist to see a Digimon that hurts people, not with reversible Digimon attacks, but actually manipulated physical objects to cause harm. As for the next episode, which is this week's episode, the main subject for the Digimon are Blossomon, Algamon, or with being called Queen's Banquet, possibly one of the mega-level Plant Lady Digimon. Also Rosemon, Losemon, or even Ceresmon, but they wouldn't mind it being another new Digimon, is that cool to see? So, it was a new Digimon. I saw a few people wondering if it's going to be Hydramon, which is a new-ish Digimon, was on the Hermit of the Jungle Dim from... I can't remember, was that the start of this year or late last year? I can't remember, but it was uh, within the last year. So, new-ish. And I think it was last year. Yeah. So... 
it was cool that it was another new Digimon, however, but I did see some people wondering if it's going to be Hydramon, judging by some of the episode previews. So, next we have Narumi, who says it was a good episode. They thought the human would die because of the synopsis, but the mod of the week ended up killing itself. They don't know if it was a coincidence that this episode aired on the 6th anniversary of Atmon, but it was a good reference. So, that's something I mentioned last week. It was, I think it might have been the day after the Atmon anniversary. I think the Atmon anniversary was Saturday, and this episode aired on Sunday. I think it might have actually been a reference but it depends on uh, how the episodes are lined up. Uh, somebody on the Lost in Translation on Discord server, actually a few people I think, did point out that it seems that the show is starting to line up a little bit more, maybe because they skipped some planned hiatuses so they could get back up to date with the hiatus from a few months ago that set them a bit behind. So that is a possibility if if that's the case and it's meant to, it was meant to air on that date, then that works because it was the day after the anniversary. And there we have Victor who says they were surprised to see a brand new Digimon. Pabimon kind of reminds them of Sukumon or Shellmon, and yeah, I can see that because of the shell. Uh, theory that probably won't go anywhere, but maybe Rudamon goes to Kiyoshiro because they were working together. And yeah, I, I could see that. Next we have Francisco who says that they would have given this episode 3.5 out of 5. Clear step above some of the weaker plots that Ghost Game has had in some of the episodes. And we have Publimon being a surprisingly vicious and determined Digimon for a Mon of the Week. And keeping his identity secret until the end kept the suspense and horror of the episode an all-time high as he gradually escalated the level of violence he used against public users detractors from dropping stuff on people with intent to harm them or nearly killing Mika with a truck and then before trying to finally murder the idols. So yeah, totally agree. And this week with Oleamon, uh, uh, kind of did the same kind of thing didn't reveal him to the end and that also helps because it they're both this week and last week were in entirely new digimon so that also kept that reveal as kind of exciting as well next we have uh, well, sorry they go on to say Pubimon's death at the end was genuinely shocking to them and it was completely deserved as they thought the episode would have had hero save him at the end but they're glad that didn't happen because Pubimon seemed completely irredeemable though then again so did this week's uh, mon of the week so i think that just because something's irredeemable doesn't mean the show won't try to like give them something to do they then continue to say that their favourite parts of the episode was definitely Rudamon's return and the reveal of him being fans of the Yardle group alongside Kyosho and Gammon. Gammon stepping up to protect Anna from Publimon's death threats against her and the battle in Freefall against Publimon. Yeah, that was cool. Their low points, however, are the fact that Hiroshiro didn't immediately connect the public news attacks to a Digimon after going through a song and dance a million times already. And yeah, that happens every week. Uh, Rudamon wasn't part of the Art of Protection squad and there was no Caught Up Man cameo from that one. I still really, really wanted uh, the, the Caught Up Man cameo. And then we have Donnie who says it's, uh, as for rewatching Ghost Game, it'd be interesting because for them it's the shortest Digimon series. They have all the seasons and movies on the hard drive and they, and all, and all the, ep the filler episodes they hate from the season, they put in a separate folder. So by the time they're finished, they feel like they'll only have 30 episodes they'll actually watch again. They love the series mainly because of the characters and the horror aesthetic, but... They don't like the episodic format with the lackluster writing. They're hopefully with Girls' reveals and other plot hints, hopefully they'll have an outstanding ending. I also really hope that we have like a great ending with this. I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of expecting it to be. I'm really enjoying this episode, even the lackluster episodes I'm still liking. 
or at least a fine. Like, this week's episode I didn't particularly love or anything, but it was just fine. It didn't have any negative points. Then we, lastly, we have Lazy Croconaw who says the episode was good, super, and nothing super special, but enjoyable, and they liked the Publimon being such a, p- a petty Digimon that the main reason to attack to act was get the attention, and they didn't have much to say, so they're going to wait for the new Evos to appear on the show naturally, but they're looking forward to see how they handle, especially one of Gammon's next episode, so this week's episode looks cool, but most of the time the previews look better than the episode itself, but early impressions of the preview look good. Also, while they miss Monster Disco, and also Danny also missed Monster Disco because it's such a banger, they still listen to Strawberry, and it's not so bad. And let's face it, the impression would happen to any other ending after Monster Disco. And yeah, totally good. I really, really, really loved Monster Disco. So that's it for Postmon Pat this week. And I have no other things to say about this week's episode. So it is time to wrap up. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Hope it wasn't too bad with me just talking at the microphone alone, laughing alone with Salad as I do. So the link down is in the description. And you can contact us and stay updated. You can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube to join in the conversation. And for a full list of ways to find out about the podcast across the internet, such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter, head over to the link tree, which is linktr.ee slash lostintranslationmon. And if you enjoy the podcast or videos or even my silly little tweets, you can show your support by signing up on the Patreon account and get some cool rewards and help us hit some milestones. We're actually close to hitting next milestone so check that out if you haven't already and of course thank you to our account spores on patreon Stephen reeves who is well on 64 on our cavern kadawashi chisai who you can follow on twitter at chisai 236 neobu who says you should follow chisai on twitter at chisai 236 lisbeth who is a lekman on tumblr nicholas emery from gone will hunting a hunt hunt rewatch podcast magnus lucas jason on zero five patrick jason shelby digital hazard who's on twitch at the digital hazard dedicated gazi alemus teropimon and of course vmon tamer you can also make a one donation on paypal which can be found linked in the description it's paypal.me slash ergemon you can also donate to me on my coffee account ko-fi.com slash Airdra. And that's it for this week's podcast, of course. If you are watching and listening on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, etc, etc. And of course, I'll see you on the next one. Bye!